Good evening. To open our meeting tonight, Lil, will you please announce the first hymn? Hymn number 157. Jesus' prayer for all his brethren, Father, that they may be one, echoes down through all the ages. Nor prayed he for these alone, but for all, that through all time God's will be done. Hymn number 157. If you would like to follow along with the readings, please go to our website, and on the home page, you will see the link to the live broadcast. Click on that, and you will see the place to click for the Wednesday evening text. That's where you'll find the readings for tonight. The theme for tonight is Our Ever-Present God, and the readings will now be given by Fairley from Maryland. The Bible, First Chronicles, 
Sing unto the Lord all the earth. Show forth from day to day his salvation. Declare his glory among the heathen, his marvelous works among all nations. Psalms. The Lord is the portion of mine inheritance and of my cup. Thou maintainest my lot. The lines are fallen unto me in pleasant places. Yea, I have a goodly heritage. I will bless the Lord who hath given me counsel. My reins also instruct me in the night seasons. I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoiceth. My flesh also shall rest in hope. For thou wilt not leave my soul in hell. Neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. Thou wilt show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Second Chronicles. And Jehoshaphat stood in the congregation of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court and said, O Lord God of our fathers, art not thou God in heaven, and rulest not thou over all the kingdoms of the heathen? And in thine hand is there not power and might, so that none is able to withstand thee? Art not thou our God, who didst drive out the inhabitants of this land before thy people Israel, and gavest it to the seed of Abraham thy friend forever? And they dwelt therein, and have built thee a sanctuary therein for thy name, saying, If when evil cometh upon us, as the sword, judgment, or pestilence, or famine, we stand before this house and in thy presence, for thy name is in this house, and cry unto thee in our affliction, then thou wilt hear and help. Psalms. Let God arise, let his enemies be scattered, let them also that hate him flee before him. As smoke is driven away, so drive them away, as wax melteth before the fire. So let the wicked perish at the presence of God, but let the righteous be glad, let them rejoice before God, yea, let them exceedingly rejoice. O God, when thou wentest before thy people, when thou didst march through the wilderness, Silah, the earth shook, the heavens also dropped at the presence of God. Even Sinai itself was moved at the presence of God, the God of Israel. Revelation. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. Correlative passages from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures and Prose Works by Mary Baker Eddy. In the year 1866, I discovered the Christ science or divine laws of life, 
truth, and love, and named my discovery Christian Science. God had been graciously preparing me during many years for the reception of this final revelation of the absolute divine principle of scientific mental healing. The apodictical principle points to the revelation of Emmanuel, God with us, the sovereign ever-presence, delivering the children of men from every ill that flesh is heir to. Here, let me give what I understand to be the spiritual sense of the Lord's Prayer. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom is come. Thou art ever present. When sufficiently advanced in science to be in harmony with the truth of being, men become seers and prophets involuntarily, controlled not by demons, spirits, or demigods, but by the one spirit, it is the prerogative of the ever-present divine mind and of thought which is in rapport with this mind to know the past, the present, and the future. When man is governed by God, the ever-present mind who understands all things, man knows that with God all things are possible. The only way to this living truth which heals the sick is found in the science of divine mind as taught and demonstrated by Christ Jesus. Divine metaphysics, as revealed to spiritual understanding, shows clearly that all is mind and that mind is God. Omnipotence, omnipresence, omniscience. That is, all power, all presence, all science. Hence, all is in reality the manifestation of mind. God, without the image and likeness of himself, would be a non-entity, or mind unexpressed. He would be without a witness or proof of his own nature. Spiritual man is the image or idea of God an idea which cannot be lost nor separated from its divine principle. When the evidence before the material senses yielded to spiritual sense, the apostle declared that nothing could alienate him from God, from the sweet sense and presence of life and truth. We lose the high signification of omnipotence, when after admitting that God or good is omnipresent and has all power, we still believe there is another power named evil. This belief that there is more than one mind is as pernicious to divine theology as our ancient mythology and pagan idolatry. With one father, even God, the whole family of man would be brethren, and with one mind and that God or good, the brotherhood of man would consist of love and truth and have unity of principle and spiritual power which constitute divine science. The supposed existence of more than one mind was the basic error of idolatry. This error assumed the loss of spiritual power the loss of the spiritual presence of life as infinite truth without an unlikeness 
and the loss of love as ever-present and universal. This all-important understanding is gained in Christian science, revealing the one God and his all-power and ever-presence, and the brotherhood of man in unity of mind and oneness of principle. Kindle the watchfires of unself-love, and they throw a light upon the uncomplaining agony in the life of our Lord. They open the enigmatical seals of the angels standing in the sun, a glorified spiritual idea of the ever-present God, in whom there is no darkness, but all is light and man's immortal being. Christianity reveals God as ever-present truth and love, to be utilized in healing the sick, in casting out error, in raising the dead. Christian science reveals God and his idea as the all and only. It declares that evil is the absence of good, whereas good is God ever-present, and therefore evil is unreal, and good is all that is real. God gives you his spiritual ideas, and in turn, they give you daily supplies. Never ask for tomorrow. It is enough that divine love is an ever-present help. And if you wait, never doubting, you will have all you need every moment. What a glorious inheritance is given to us through the understanding of omnipresent love the sweet, sacred sense and permanence of man's unity with his maker in science illumines our present existence with the ever-presence and power of God, good. We will now have a moment of silent prayer and then follow by repeating together the Lord's Prayer. Please announce the next hymn. Hymn number 209. The words of this hymn are by Mary Baker Eddy. O gentle presence, 
peace and joy and power. O life divine that owns each waiting hour, thou love that guards the nestling's faltering flight, keep thou, my child, on upward wing tonight. Hymn number 209.
Good evening, and welcome to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. This is our weekly testimony meeting for Wednesday, January 27, 2021. At all our meetings and services, we read from the Bible and from the writings of Mary Baker Eddy. People from all over the world have found our church, and we are very thankful for each and every one of you who have found us. We maintain an inspiring and enlightening website, plainfieldcs.com, that is constantly being updated with fresh and timely items to read, study, and listen to. In fact, we have a number of websites in several different languages. Everyone is welcome and encouraged to look through our websites. They are all free of charge. Since we just had a Bible study this past Saturday morning, our next Bible study will be the Saturday after next. That's February 6, 2021. The Bible study questions will be posted on the church website, so be sure to keep an eye out for them and join us on Saturday after next, February 6, at 10 a.m. for a lively discussion. On Sundays, we begin at 10 a.m. with our roundtable discussion, and then our church service begins at 11. Our Sunday school meets every Sunday at 11 a.m. also. The Sunday school is open to children from anywhere. It has its own teleconference number. So if you have a child who does not live in the area and would like to attend, they can attend by telephone. Please call the church to get the phone number and we'll be very happy to welcome your child. And we also have a nursery for infants and toddlers at all our services, so be sure to bring the little ones along too. We've been busy publishing again, and the January issue of our church magazine, Love is the Liberator, is on the website now and has been mailed to subscribers. Um, you should be receiving your copy shortly. I will now read from the Church Manual by Mary Baker Eddy, this section entitled Testimonials. Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's, St. Paul. Testimony in regard to the healing of the sick is highly important. More than a mere rehearsal of blessings, it scales the pinnacle of praise and illustrates the demonstration of Christ, who healeth all thy diseases. This testimony, however, shall not include a description of symptoms or suffering, although the generic name of the disease may be indicated. For everyone who gives a testimony tonight, we would ask that you please keep your remarks to within four minutes. This will give everyone the opportunity to share their offering tonight. For those who are on the telephone, when you are ready to give a testimony, please press the star button twice on your telephone. 
Also, keep in mind that when you do, we are going to be able to hear you as well as any other sounds that your phone picks up. So we kindly request that you be in a quiet place, and I will call on each of you one at a time by name. Our meeting tonight is now open for the sharing of testimonies of healing through Christian science. Betty from California, go ahead, please. Good evening. I wish to thank you for the music and for the readings tonight. I wish to express my gratitude tonight for the round tables and for the Bible studies given by the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. They are very inspired and helpful, and I have been healed during a few of them. Um, I also wish to say a big thank you for the Plainfield website, which is a cup of over, which is like a cup overflowing with God's love. And I'm also very grateful for practitioner help now and over the years. And I am very grateful for all the new people that are coming to our church. Thank you. Thank you. Jeremy, go ahead, please. I'm very grateful to be a member of this church and for all I have learned here. Peter and Faith recently recorded their second album of songs that Peter Kidd originally wrote and performed with Faith here at the church. Faith is in the process of getting the CDs made now, and once they are done, I am sure we will have some available for purchase. My gratitude tonight is for that the process of helping them with the artwork for the CD went very smoothly. Because all I have learned here about Christian science and to always wait for God's inspiration to guide me, I was able to provide only one option for the cover, and they both were happy with it right away. Back when I was a print designer full-time, before coming to Plainfield, often a similar job would go through multiple versions and many revisions before the customer was happy. The difference between then and now really made me incredibly grateful for all I have been taught here as learning to live this science has demonstrably made every part of my life better and continually helps me with my work for this church. I am grateful for Christian Science, for practitioner support, and to be here tonight. Thank you. And now I have a testimony from Patricia in Ontario. My daughter-in-law, Hannah, has opened a lovely home daycare and my son Matthew has also opened a new grounds control company. Hannah's best client had written glowing compliments in a Christmas card thanking them for the wonderful care she provided for their daughter, but he suddenly turned against her. It started when he had to go to pick up a relative to live with him, and so he didn't want to pay for the next two weeks of childcare for his child. When it was pointed out to him that by contract he should give one month's notice, he became very angry and said that he would not pay the next two weeks' payment and he demanded his down payment also of two weeks to be returned, as well as the return of all the money they'd paid so far, $12,000, which didn't even cover the additional food money that Hannah had paid for the child's meals. 
Then he placed a one-star very nasty review on her website, which made it difficult to advertise for a replacement child in the daycare. He also placed a nasty review on my son's company website, although he had previously highly praised the work that Matthew had done for him. Matthew was shocked since he had given the man a special buddy price for the work he'd done and felt that his business was not even related to the daycare disagreement. I asked my son and daughter-in-law if they would like me to pray for them, and they accepted. I told my son, when confronting lies, we need to be mindful of Moses' commandment, thou shalt not bear false witness against your neighbor. We need to know that this man is the pure, perfect child of God. We must not spiritually lie about this neighbor. Having gone to the Christian Science Sunday School, Matthew understood what I was talking about, and I kept praying as they were very concerned they'd have to close their businesses. Then the child's father said that he would call the child care agency about them and also report them to CERB, which is a Canadian financial support system during COVID, claiming that they had illegally claimed benefits, which was not true at all. But no one wants to be put on the suspect list. And he reported them to the Ministry of Daycares and had them inspected. They passed the surprise inspection with flying colours. I suggested that if they need a lawyer, they could call a lawyer and ask for free consultation. Then it dawned on me, what do you think you're doing? They don't need a lawyer. They have a lawyer. Christian Science Treatment presents Christ Truth as the advocate, the lawyer, the best lawyer in the universe. Then the man called the Child Care Ministry a second time. When the inspector came, he reviewed the contract and commented that it was a very good contract and it spoke quite a number of times throughout about the written advance notice that a client should give when exiting the daycare. He felt they had an excellent case to defend themselves, but the battle would be costly as the neighbor was obstinate. However, he pointed out that in the final section under the heading of withdrawals, the written advance notice clause was not repeated. So Hannah amended her contract and she offered to give him the two weeks daycare that the child would be absent for. The man calmed down and removed the bad reviews online and gave her daycare a six-star good rating and removed the bad review from my son's company website. I'm tremendously grateful to God for the outcome on this and for what I learned at this time and for all that I've learned at Plainfield. Thank you. Joanne from Florida. Go ahead, please. Thank you for those readings tonight. Um, one of the best blessings I've received in Christian science here is learning to be patient, rushing around and impetuously speaking and acting without asking God got me into a lot of trouble in the past, causing accidents and hurtful relationships that could have been avoided. In miscellaneous writings, Mrs. Eddy writes, rushing around smartly is no proof of accomplishing much. And in Science and Health, she also writes, it is moral madness which rushes forth to clamor with midnight and tempest. 
Well, thanks to the prayers and loving support from a practitioner here, I'm learning that impatience is not an admirable quality or prerequisite for achievement, but is really willfulness and often irritation. It's not waiting on God, but rather barging ahead and serving oneself. Now, for example, when I take my morning walks, I do it with God, taking time to enjoy his beauty and not intensely pace along from a need to do physical exercise. When I walk up and down the stairs at home, I do it with the stately goings of science. And when my husband talks to me now, I try to listen more with love. And when I'm with others, I don't hurry as much to interrupt them with what I have to say. This lesson of impatience and rushing was a hard but needed and wonderful lesson for me to learn. I still have much to learn, and I know Christian science will give me plenty of opportunity to learn it, so I don't need to be impatient about it. I'm so grateful to the practitioner for helping me with this. I'm grateful for Mrs. Eddy's pure Christian science that I've learned here in Plainfield Church and the blessings I've received from it, and to know that these blessings are here for all who have a sincere desire for this truth. Thank you. Thank you. Ingrid from California. Go ahead, please. Hello, thank you for the readings. I would like to just express my gratitude for so many blessings from the study of the science of the Christ, um, especially uh, for now that uh, there's so much talk about vaccination, I just want to give this testimony to the glory of God and the science because uh, our four children were never vaccinated for anything and they never absolutely ever got anything of the things that they said uh, that they will get if kids are not vaccinated so I hope this will bless some parent that is maybe uh, battling with what to do and of course we have to take care of the laws of the land but I am just sending out with much love this testimony about four children that were never vaccinated of anything and never got anything bad or effects or anything that is named and so that is possible. These are just four children of God, and, and so I am, like any anybody else. But I really stuck to the science of the Christ. I study and pray very much through all the years that I was raising these four children. And uh, that's what really did it. I could not have done it without it. And they went much dedication about this, but it was absolutely worth it every second because they never got in their bodies all this stuff and never had to do anything or deal with any side effects or anything. And this is all the four of them through all the years, so 
glory to God and this science. And I also want to express gratitude for all the guidance and love and help from divine mind and love to um, just deal with the houseless, the homeless here in Los Angeles and the work with that. It is so absolutely wonderful how that helps makes so much good possible. Science and health says all things are possible. All I'm sorry, all good is possible to God, uh, which is from that Bible. All things are possible with God. And that's a prayer that really blesses me every day knowing that no matter how uh, hard the situation seems, how bad the health seems, how terrible the addiction may seem, or anything. With God, all good, all the good that needs to come is possible, and all the love that God means for us is possible. And I'm so very grateful for this absolute spiritual truth because week after week, many people are blessed by them. And uh, it's just showing as a testimony of all this great science in action. So very grateful for that. Thank you. Thank you. Dave Dave from Florida. Go ahead, please. Yeah, hi. Um, I just want to say that with everything that's going on in the world, in our country today, I'm grateful that we have Christian science. When applied, as we have been taught in this church, it does work. God governs, and his government is the only true government. I'm grateful to know that. I'm grateful to be a member here for the healing practitioners and for all that I have learned. And thank you for those great readings. Thank you. Thank you. Shahidat from Maryland. Go ahead, please. Good evening. I am so grateful for this church. The teachings here have brought me so much closer to my father, mother, God. And I am so thankful to be learning how to practice science on a daily basis. This evening, I had the opportunity to use my science when I went to the grocery store after work. Earlier, I had stopped, at first stopped at an auto parts store to try and get a replacement battery for my key fob. The automotive tech had removed the fob from the keychain. Afterwards, when I arrived at the grocery store, I put the fob in my purse, and I thought I put the keychain in my purse as well. But after I finished my shopping, I realized that the fob, I found the fob, but the keys were nowhere to be found. I felt the panic tried to arise when I realized I had misplaced my key, but I refused to entertain it, and I simply declared that nothing could be lost in divine mind. After calmly searching my purse and coat pockets, I went back to the grocery store, and I was able to calmly ask at the office if any keys had been turned in, and my keys had been turned in. So I retrieved them, and I went home. All was well. I'm so thankful for Christian Science and for the service tonight. I feel very blessed to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Day Day from Georgia. Go ahead, please. Thank you. Through my study and practice of Christian science, I'm learning how holding to the truth of God's power and presence does heal. Over the past few years, I've learned that when I'm faced with a challenge or problem, there's no real benefit in talking about it too much and I can make make better use of my time praying about it. 
More recently, I've gone a step further in realizing that there's no real benefit in constantly thinking about a problem either. And it's much more useful for me to keep knowing and mentally declaring the truth that God is all while going about my day. I'm finding that doing this allows me to keep my focus on what is real and what is right, rather than dwelling on and being taken down by what seems to be wrong. Keeping my thoughts straight allows me to hear and obey what God is telling me to do, what to say, what to read, and so on, moment by moment. And by doing so, the healing comes naturally and as, and as necessary. Without the forceful, selfish human effort, I would have put forth in the past. I'm grateful to be learning to go about each day working out of love rather than fear. Thank you so much for tonight's readings and for all the testimonies given so far. I'm very grateful to be here tonight. Thank you. Benjamin. Yeah, I'm very happy to be here tonight. Um, you know, when I was growing up as a little kid, um, that this song is one of um, our favorite songs in the Sunday school. We sing all the time. And it says that God has the whole world in his hand. And as a little kid, we just sing this song with so much um, passion and knowing as well. And even as a little kid, having the, this thought in your head, it helps you, you know, you go around pretty, pretty much doing everything that you wanted to do with confidence. And knowing that you are in the hand of God, um, there's no security that's better than that. And when I came to Plainfield Church, uh, one of the first things that I learned here can I relate to that thing that, uh, to that song that we used to sing as a little kid. Um, there was thought here that divine love fills every space of the universe. Um, that was that was something to think about, um, knowing that there's no other, nothing left. He fills every space, so there's no room for anything unlike God to, to come in. I kind of thought this basically what you need to know in Christian science because everything surrounds about it, around it, if you hold that in your thoughts, and knowing with all confidence that God occupies every space. Nothing else has chance. This sickness, disease, virus, whatever it is, they don't have uh, any chance to, to come in because God already filled every space. You can't fill a glass of water that's already filled up. So you can't add anything to it. Whatever you try to add, we just sweep off. And that been my thought since I came here knowing that very well. 
I don't need to know too much. And it's been helping me, it's been guiding me, my going out and coming in day and night in everything that I do, including my work, especially in this time that we are. It's been interesting nine months, to say the least. But when you have this thought, and you know it very well that God occupies every space in your life, every space of the universe, you, you don't have to worry about anything. Last week, um, I got a call from a manager, and she was notifying everybody that uh, one of the staff that work with us uh, had um, COVID-19. And as some of you know, I work for state agency that care for people with special need. And everybody is, since this thing was going on, everybody has been very careful, doing our best. And everybody was being monitored as well. And they're doing everything they can to keep our, um, the population that we serve to keep them safe because their safety depends basically on us. No, it depends on God. Um, but I always know that when I leave my house, going to work, I know that I'm going to help them to achieve their goals. And also know that I'm doing the work of God as well. And I always know nothing but blessing can come out of it. Because here, I was taught that you can't be punished for doing good. And that's the truth. So when I got the information, they say everybody has to, be, has to go and get tested. I didn't panic. I told the manager, okay, I will go and, and get tested. I didn't have to worry about it because I already knew that God wouldn't let anything to invade this space that he already occupied in my life. So the next morning I went over there and I gave the test. And I went home, I didn't think about it. I moved on, continued to do my work. So I wasn't surprised when the test result came back and I was notified that there was nothing to worry about. I told my manager, I already know. She started laughing. She said, how do you know? I said, yes, I know. But if I told you I wasn't gonna take it, you, you think the Benjamin is, is being stubborn, but you know, I just have to follow the protocol, but I already know that wasn't, I have not, nothing to worry about. I'm so grateful that I came to this church. I'm grateful that God gave me the opportunity to come here to learn how to live my life the way he wanted. I'm grateful for the Plainfield Church for the opportunity, opportunity they have given me here to learn about God myself and my fellow man. I'm grateful for all the blessings that have come with it. Thank you. Thank you. Luba from Ohio. Go ahead, please. I'm so grateful for how Christian science has changed my thinking and life. My practitioner especially has made such a difference in this understanding. <clears throat> Recently, I lost my little kitchen TV through a power outage. Within days, we found a similar one on eBay for a very reasonable price. 
and we found out it performed much better than the older one with more channels on top of that. I'm so grateful that God provides for us in every way and there is no lack. The statement that we walk by faith, not by sight, is so true. Thank you so much for tonight's reading, and I'm very grateful to be here this evening. Thank you. Sandy from Nebraska. Go ahead, please. Hi. Thank you for your reading tonight. I just want to express uh, my gratitude for the opportunity to listen to the previous testimonies. I want to say something that just fills my heart with so much joy. It's the round table um, and the website. This science is true, but the important thing is... Um, I don't know, Miss Mary Beth personally, or Florence, or Mr. Gary, but I love the way they explain about the early workers, the early workers that taught them. It's, in, it's so, it's so um, a miracle in my life to get a better perspective and understanding because it's blessing my community. Now they understand better. I like the uh, emphasis and the humility. I was, I was taught uh, about practitioners are so important. Like a practitioner, like this baby, like I say, I don't know her personally, but I love her. <laughs> and a great joy because I, it's like it. I'm delighted because it's like the teachings of Ms. Mary Becky had taught the right way so we can understand, so we can fight animal magnetism. And the early workers, they, they sacrifice so Miss Mary Beth can learn that. So now she is expressing and blessing as a practitioner. That is a hard work to be a practitioner in the public service because she's keeping the thoughts and doing so many things. I feel sometimes ashamed the beginning of this blessing, and I'm so grateful for your church for everything you guys do. It's the, the 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 website. This is hard work. Sunday, Saturday. It is. We are so blessed that you guys have decided to do this. I'm so grateful for Mary Beth and for the Christ. And you don't have to worry about no pandemic, no details, or no disease. It's not true. It's the government of God. Thank you so much. Thank you for your reading. Thank you for the sun. Thank you for the point. Thank you for all the sacrifices for the glory of God. Thank you so much. Thank you. Shardy. Good evening. I would like to offer my gratitude tonight for the lesson sermons written for this independent church at Plainfield, practitioner help, and all the workers from all over the world. This word of God going out from the church is based on the Bible and science and health with key to the scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy. The lesson this week on love made me think of the deep love and compassion Mrs. Eddie had for all mankind and animals, exactly like the Christ Jesus. Her amazing love was felt 
even when she was a young girl and only grew stronger and more evident as she continued to obey God. We are aware of her tremendous love through her writings and the testaments of and writings of the workers. While pondering the lesson sermon, the love expressed by Mrs. Eddy, and while in prayer for someone else, a headache lifted from me. This certainly was a demonstration of God's healing love in action. Mrs. Eddy once said, just love, love, love. Thank you and thank you for the readings and the beautiful music. Thank you. Linda. Thank you very much for the readings tonight and for the music. I just want to express my gratitude for a healing I had last spring. I had, uh, was recently had moved here and going through a lot of changes and I came down suddenly with some aggressive flu-like symptoms and they were healed within an hour once the practitioner was made aware that I was feeling Ill. Ill and they disappeared as quickly as they came. And I'm very grateful for her prayers and work and this church and this service tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Bruce. I also am very thankful for uh, the lesson we had this week on love. You know, I was reading in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter uh, 13, so well, known and well-beloved chapter on love and it talks about if somebody thinks they uh, have the gift of prophecy and they know all the mysteries and have all the knowledge and have enough faith that they can move mountains and I just stopped there and said it seems like a very arrogant claim to think that you got all of that stuff but the verse goes on to say but if you don't have love it's all nothing and I was over at a an office of some people that I work with and they asked me if I could help them resolve an issue there and I did have a response but before I went into it I just felt like this warning that says don't just jump into this and tell them all the things that you need to do to solve this give them some words of encouragement and kindness first and I was, I was just thanking God that he, I got this warning. So I just sat down with this lady and I just uh, told her some kind things about how I admired what they were doing there, gave them some encouragement, and I could just see her eyes light up. And that approach to the whole thing naturally led into, here's some steps that we can take to resolve this and it all taken care of. And I was just so thankful for God that he guided me. And it just goes to show, because later on the lady says, you know, I appreciated your words of encouragement and kindness. And I just got the impression that that was actually the more important part than having to know what the steps I should do to resolve the thing. I know, I, I know they wanted to have this thing resolved, but I think she appreciated the kindness and encouragement more than anything else. Which just goes to show that yeah, love really is the most important thing of all. And uh, just thankful for this church being here. And I'm very thankful for the warning that God gave me to make sure that before I open my mouth and say anything, 
that I really got love in my heart first. Otherwise, it's just not going to come across right. Thank you. Craig. So glad for the, the beautiful restful organ music. It just, just makes me feel good. And for these readings, they're always so enlightening, encouraging, and inspiring. Thank you, Fairly. Are we ever, yeah, and I'm glad I'm part of this worldwide mission. I wasn't always a Christian scientist, and so the people that I grew up with and those who raised me weren't either, but I love them. And I'm sure there's plenty of people like that. So this Christian science, once you get a sense of it, you want everybody to have it, but you just can't go around. You can try, but talking it to everybody doesn't always work. Well, but but everybody knows healing, and I know Mrs. Mary Baker Eddy loved to see people said more healing is needed, and that drew them to science. Well, my grandma, she was uh, one generation from slavery in the South, and uh, she was so happy that I was loved God. That's all she knew. <laughs> she didn't care if it was Christian Science, whatever you call it. But she was so proud of that. Well, one day she had a uh, my sister called, or my dad actually, and said that she was uh, very sick and that she thought that she was dying. She actually had a bleeding ulcer. Well, I immediately called a practitioner that was here at the time for help, and she lovingly agreed to support me because I love this lady. She's nothing but love to me. When my mother passed years ago, she took right in to fill the place and direct my dad as to what to do with us. It was so faithful. So the next day, I immediately drove down from New Jersey to South, Southern North Carolina. She laid motionless on her bed. So, but uh, I sat beside her and spoke about God's great love for her and that he would show her how much he loved her. I could feel in, in her perfection and God's perfect, perfect <clears throat> child. And uh, I left it at that feeling I'd done all I could. Well, I drove back the next day and several, I guess actually weeks later, my sister called, called me, Joyce called that, that Craig, Debbie, uh, Grandma's fine. And I said, great, wonderful. She said, all her friends are coming over and they're crying because the doctor gave her a walker and she used it and she tossed it aside and gave her a cane and she used it and tossed it aside and her, her friends, this little small southern town, they came to see her and, and she looked at them and she said, God just wanted to let me know how much you love me. And that touched me because those are the words that I had told her when I thought she didn't, wasn't sure if she even heard me. Well, you know, just the, the healings that people get all over turns them to a, a more constant loving sense of God and his ever presence. And I, I thank God this <clears throat> Mary Baker Eddy wanted that and, and it's happening for everybody of, of any place. And it's, it's just a beautiful thing that Mary Baker Eddy has done and our practitioners and teach, teacher and members have upheld here. And everybody, <laughs> shining out in the world is doing the same thing I was doing. So I thank them. Thank you. Thank you.
Florence from Georgia. Go ahead, please. Thank you. Thank you so much, Fairly, for the readings and for the music and the hymns. Tonight, I'd like to give my gratitude for Christian science, this truth of God's salvation for all his children everywhere, which has been around for over 150 years. I pray daily that wherever God brings it, that it will be met, the truth of it will be met with no aversion, because it is indeed mankind's salvation. I am so grateful for it because through the teachings, I have found God, the truth about God, that he is my helper, my ever-present father-mother, my supreme judge, my employer, my best friend and companion, my provider, and my healer. And that is why to keep him first in my life is the best way I have learned to live. Thank God, Christ Jesus, Mary Baker Eddy, and all those who sacrificed to keep this truth going, that we may learn it today. And now I have a testimony from California, someone who thought she wasn't getting an answer, but through patience, God always comes through. She says, I have found a job I've always wanted, but never thought I'd be able to have working as an assistant manager for a mother's market. They are opening new stores soon and have me in mind for store manager. I took a leap of faith and applied as a clerk. The manager called right away and asked me to consider management. He asked me to come for just one interview and he would let me know right away. The leap of faith here is that I was living in Fredericksburg, Virginia, and this store is in Huntington Beach, California. I used to remember it fondly from living in Huntington Beach in the 90s. It was a family-owned, old-fashioned health goods store with local organic produce and lots of friendly employees who actually wanted to change the world to one of enlightenment, compassion, and grace. It's a given that medicine is not your salvation. Whole, healthy, and spiritual living is. They often play Christian rock in the mix of background music in the store. So I asked a a dog sitter to have my dog for a few days, jumped on the plane, round trip at a fair price, even though it was in November with all the news going on, when it was crazy crowded and held on to my understanding of what is true and good and what has no power. I interviewed, returned safely, and was offered the job to start in uh, two and a half weeks. So I put my house up for sale. I had two offers above the asking price in 48 hours. I packed, found movers, and set out on an adventure driving across country, just me and my dog in my Jeep Wrangler. Again, a lot of closures and uncertainty with COVID, but I held strong to what I know about God. I made it to California in six days, started work November 23rd, and found a small condo I can 
actually afford to rent in Huntington Beach. I feel, I've, <clears throat> I feel like I've found my place. I help people every day, often very sick people. I support them in knowing they can get past the medical diagnosis and see their body as whole and healed. I'm so grateful to share this testimony because sometimes when we work and we don't see the results, we kind of start blaming God and so on. But such teaches us that with God, at His time, everything is possible. Grateful to be here tonight. Thank you. Okay. To close our meeting, Linda, will you please announce the last hymn? Hymn number 109. Hear, O God, thy healing presence, lift our thoughts from self and sin, fills with light their hidden places when thy love is welcomed in. Hear thy tender, sweet persuasions, turn us home to heavenly ways, while our hearts unsealed adoring for the fragrance of thy praise. In number 109.